0: morning. This is Gaming Perspectives with Saul. So, Angeline. And today we're talking about
1: RP versus combat. Or, or
0: combat is role playing, right? Is it? I don't know. That was what they, this one guy goes, I hate it when people say that you can't have role playing in combat games.
1: I totally understand that viewpoint because it seems like for a lot of role-playing games, especially... We're talking about D&D is the granddaddy of all RPGs. It's the most popular. It's the longest-running, the oldest one. In fact, I think next year yes, is the 50th anniversary. 50th? Mm. Yeah, started 1974. Yeah. I don't know what year it is. 24, 2024, that's 50 years, right? I don't know. Something like that. It's the 50th anniversary of D&D, and supposedly... Wizards of the Coast has some big plans. I don't know. They're probably going to put out some 50th anniversary books of some sort. I would guess because people will buy them. And uh, there's different ways people are celebrating that. Congratulations. uh, Happy birthday to D&D, 1974. At least that's when it was uh, uh, first published by TSR Games, the three little white books. I mean, the three little books in the white box. I understand when people look at D&D and any game that kind of comes off of it, you know, that that stems from that kind of role-playing experience. And almost all of them have combat in them, no matter what. That is a big part of role-playing. It's like a movie, right? There's hardly any movie that doesn't have combat. Well, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to go with that one. That's so not true. <laughs> and well, we're not playing romantic comedies here. You know, we're playing uh, uh, conflicts and a lot of conflict movies that are conflicts have a lot of have combat in them i think that kind of role-playing experience there's going to be combat in the game and the problem with a lot of people is that once combat starts there's a shift in the way people look at the game it no longer is about role-playing it becomes more of a tactical miniatures board game-esque type of game where it's about it becomes like a, a chess game to a lot of people that's the that i'm not saying that's what it is i'm not saying that's true i'm saying that in a lot of people's minds that is what happens it becomes away from oh I'm talking in a certain accent and and I have certain personalities to okay where are you going to go? Who are you going to attack first? You know what I mean? It, the, 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 there's some, something lost in translation. Do you agree?
0: I don't know if I agree or disagree with all that. But it is true that once you get to a combat situation, it becomes more simulation than, than role-playing. That doesn't mean you can't do role-playing during that time. It just means that, and one guy said it, combat lasts a long time. Because the rounds are like six seconds, right? And everybody does something. And for to, to complete the combat, unless you kill all the people in your first blow, it takes a long time. So staying in character during that time is and, and role-playing what you're going to do, instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to hit him for the fifth time now. I'm rolling my dice. Tell me if I hit him. Have I killed him yet? Versus, okay, I'm going to take my sword and... <laughs> run at him again
1: (laughs) being very descriptive yes it can be a little bit tiring after rounds and rounds there's some games that try to combat this i think 13th age i forget i i don't have 13th age i never read the rules but i've heard people talk about it and 13th age is a D &D clone spin-off i don't know what you call it but in the rules basically the as the rounds go by you add more dice to damage so like by, by the to make it go faster to make it go faster by the tenth round you're adding like I, I'm not I'm just exaggerating here but like you're rolling ten dice of damage instead of just one because as the as the rounds go farther deeper deeper the whole idea is you want it to end faster and not have to go into this long hour long combat another way you could do it is like we just recently played this game called Root. RPG and we got into a combat and it lasted what one round maybe uh, two? two two yeah and and i didn't i only did one round but you and flupe each did two and it was like and the funny thing is or the odd thing about that is if you attack and you're successful you hurt yourself you hurt yourself that it's the same in Shadowrun. run <laughs> if you're a
0: magician in shadow run no, no, it, choose-
1: it, there's a possibility that you hurt yourself
0: Yeah, you you choose the force, and then you have to roll so you don't hurt yourself, right? It's kind of like a
1: saving throw. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting because you literally cannot last long in in route.
0: No, because you don't have very many points to, they call them exhaustion, depletion, and injury. You don't have very many boxes to tick off before you're also laying on the ground not doing anything.
1: Right, (laughs) right. So I think... I think of it as uh, or like low level character. And
0: right? I tried to give them a reason to not fight us. I told them we weren't the people they were looking for, and they needed to go away.
1: They didn't quite believe you. They didn't care. We were forced to fight, and I think that was a very interesting way of looking at combat. Is that we were forced to fight because we didn't want to fight? Because I looked at, I was looking at the, the attack. I go, hold on, I do an injury, and I get an injury. <laughs> what the hell is that? That's when I'm successful, and I toss all well. And if you, you're unsuccessful, you get an injury, and nothing happens to the other people. I think that that's
0: the way that the real world works, right? <laughs> when you punch somebody, your hand is gonna
1: hurt. uh Yeah, I think uh, yeah, that's why you never hit somebody in the face or something like that. I am a, a little bit dismayed that not dismayed. I was out when I looked at that. I'm like, holy crap! I mean. We may not make it out of this <laughs> awake or, or uh, not alive, but a con conscious, conscious. And I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was very cool, and the combat was very short. Again, if you're like a first level character, oh yeah, or in original D anD D,
0: even in even in regular D and fifth, fifth edition, edition, <laughs> I don't
1: know, you could last a little bit longer.
0: But you still, as you when you're a first level character, you don't want to fight unless you absolutely have to, right? You want to get more experience points by encountering things without being killed, but I understand where these where people are coming from that it's hard to role play in combat but d and d' is not the only game right and if you are playing d and d if you if you expand your horizons and play some other games right you it'll change the way that you play that play d and d so like with root and even in d and d and I've done this before where my character got hit, and I'm like, "Well, I took six points of of hit points hit point damage, right?" So I go, "Well, I'm gonna sit down for a minute because I'm hurt." <laughs> and I remember even even Jim goes, "What? You can still you you're fine. You still have plenty of hit points." I go, "I just got an arrow through the shoulder. I'm gonna sit down." I think go. I think that makes more sense than
1: <laughs> just keep going with an arrow in your shoulder. But you gotta realize that I think in D and D they're not hits. They're not they're that's the problem with uh, that. Uh, I should be wary about my words. Not the problem with D. That is an aspect of D and D. Is that D and D is not D and D damage is not injury. Right. It's it's exhaustion. It's the loss of luck. Uh, all kinds of other this cloud of things that is uh, hit points. And I think that is what prolongs the combat because some characters have so much. Uh he has so Endurance, many hit points. Endurance basically. Yes. So many hit points that it, it it can lead to an hour long combat.
0: It's like the scene in Lord of the Rings where um Sean Bean.
1: Sean Bean, yes.
0: Where he get where he keeps fighting even though he gets those first couple arrows through oh, yeah. and that's the way that's the way I look at D D That's how you envision right? it. That's how I see it, yes. right? You, you can still pick up your sword and until until you get that fourth arrow and you can't do anything. Right heart, else. yeah.
1: <laughs> and he's still alive even by the time Aragorn finds him and they had no cleric so if they had a cleric he would have been been, okay. He would have been okay. God damn it's the best (laughs) scene ever. You would bring that scene up because it it does have such emotional Well
0: yeah but that's the way I see D&D combat right? Yeah. You're you're going and you're going because you know you're down to two hit points and and Alan has I'm like I'm down to two hit points and Alan's like I'll protect you and he's like a rogue right? (laughs) Well he has more hit points than He he does. (laughs) They always have more hit points than me.
1: So <laughs> that's true, so I think d and d and anything like that is a is a uh not a bad example but it is an example of that kind of of thing happening where you have a lot of hit points and it and it gets more they get the amount of hit points gets more and more as the levels go up in Shadowrun,
0: it's more realistic in they shadow never Run. Go up. okay i'm Okay, i know that's a, a an <laughs> moronic statement but it is more, federal, real, realistic? more realistic in, in the combat aspect, right? Because if you get hit, if you get shot with a gun, it's going to do... It's still very do, fragile. You, you only have like 12 boxes of, yes. of physical damage. And, um, and then what's the other one? Stun, stun damage. And you're going to lose all your stun right away. And you're going to get into that physical damage. And you're going to know that you're going to die if you get shot again.
1: And there's consequences for those boxes being yeah. built, right yeah uh, you, you get you get you lose dice which is you lose the ability to succeed less right. chances so there's an effect on your on your on your character i like i like that one uh another one is uh, root i just i really like root but but root isn't a combat heavy game no right? it's a powered by the apocalypse kind right. of rule
0: set yes. where you know there's a lot of things you can do but it's gonna hurt you sometimes if you do them.
1: It's a it's a lot. It's a more about uh, it's an intrigue kind intrigue, of intrigue yeah. political, yeah. Uh, social intrigue kind of stuff. Uh, combat, and I think it's an uh, interesting game. And where obviously you're gonna get into combat. So there's part part of it. You have weapons and stuff, but it is it is built in a way that you, that is not that is never gonna be your first option.
0: And when it comes to role playing and combat, I think there are games, specific games, that have things like um, I don't know what this game is, but one guy said Unknown Armies. Never played it. It's, it starts and... the combat section.
1: I don't remember it. <laughs>
0: Amazing. It starts the combat session with seven ways to avoid combat. <laughs> And I think that as you play D&D long enough or any game that you play long enough, unless you're just murder hobos and want to go out and just right. kill things and take their stuff, which is fine if that's what you want to do. Yeah. You're always going to want to defuse the situation before you have to get into combat, right? You want to talk yourself out of it. You don't want to go up against those 50 town guards, right? You want to talk. You want to figure out a way to avoid it.
1: Definitely. Definitely. I don't armies, I mean, huh? Hmm. I might have to add that to my collection. No, (laughs) I've always heard of it. I heard it's a good game. Uh, I think it's a uh, like a secret society kind of game. I think it is like uh, kind of like dark conspiracy, but I don't know. I have like literally never really read up on that one. Uh, What did oh? There's seven ways of not to get into combat. Yeah, to avoid it. Avoid it. I think another game that just jumps into the combat action and and is almost all about cat combat or i should say it's all about action is feng shui right and so and that's like all role playing and and it's the 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 more descriptive you are during the combat the better it is for you there's even a crazy rule that if you have a shotgun a pump shotgun and you go Uh kachink you actually do that noise before combat or in front of the enemy that your weapon will do more damage
0: well and in Feng Shui, <laughs> combat is all about the role playing,
1: right? Right, right. I totally agree. It's that about doing stuff.
0: You want to explain how you're gonna run up that wall and jump at these people.
1: Or or, or, or you, whatever you're gonna whatever do.
0: Whatever you're right? gonna do. To you, gain some advantage. Yeah, you 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 see there's a rope hanging down your like your construction site, right? Or the Their, chandelier the, thing. Or yeah. Or you're gonna the the roof just fell in, so you're gonna run up that part of the roof, and then you're gonna attack from the air,
1: <laughs> right? Or, the, or the opposite, you know, the roof caved in, so you're, you know, and it's a you know rain slick uh, uh, building because it rains. It's raining in Hong Kong, so you go sliding down with your Mac Ten, firing at all the different enemies that you see as you come sliding down the the thing. And all that is descriptive. All that is role playing in my book more than this. And in, in fact, uh, more than this tactical miniature game, right? Because, oh my God, who? who uh, Kevin D. Law's, when he wrote uh, Feng Shui, he says, and he explicitly tells you don't make a map, do not write, uh, don't use miniatures, you steal the mind, You're, you get more bang for your buck that way. Which, and he, every
0: Shui game I've been in there's a map because people need to in my even even bay and put out maps and Felipe put out maps right well we're all old that's well, <laughs> you want to be able to orient yourself before you start going crazy with the with the descriptive combats I think I use them
1: as a crutch because.
0: I've obviously been with Saul too long because some some movie line came into my head. Something about is that a crutch something? <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I think when uh, when I run games, I've always used a mat. I've always used a, 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 a map and miniatures. I mean, not always all those three things, but one of the uh, one of those three things is happening. It, even if it's just something drawn on a white piece of paper, mainly just to be able to orient myself as a gm as to where the players are and i know we've talked
0: about this before but there was a fighting scene on a road where where steve and ian ask you can you Uh, please can we draw it because steve goes you go well it's just a, a a hill going up he goes okay but is it a hill or is does it have trees is it straight up what's the slope they wanted to know all these things before they decided how they were gonna
1: Go, if they were going to use com- the road.
0: How they were going to do yeah.
1: it, right. I think that that's because they're trying to be tactical, right? Right. Right. And it was d and Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right. So, I mean. We that, needed to know these things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time you were telling me not too long ago is that, uh, and I don't remember this. You you were telling me that I was describing a road that you guys are going in and I'm oh, there's a river and a gully on one side and there's a hill on the other. And they're like, I want to see a map. I'm like, well, there's no map. We'll just draw it out for us. And once, once they saw the map, that crudely drawn, they're going, oh, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> and no. indeed it was a trap, but I was like, how did they gather that from this cruddy map that I drew? Because the- they asked questions. Yes. Now,
0: is it, how steep is this hill and are there trees on it? Which means can there be people that are hiding yes. there? Yes, exactly. And is there a curve in the road? What are we going to run into? These are things you want to know when you're going to have combat, right?
1: Well, th- we didn't even know if there was going to be combat, but obviously they were prepared for that. So I think always be prepared. <laughs> I think that I think when you're playing D&D, that tactical element always going to creep in. Other games not so much, right?
0: Okay, I'm just gonna do a caveat to that. It depends on the other games, right? If it's a if you're playing like what's that soldier game where you go in and and try to get people out. You it was I forget what it was called. I don't know. I don't think it was D and D Modern Special Ops. Special Ops, right? Did you play that one? N- no, but I I was I was literally. there when you guys were playing it. And there's that kind of game, right, where you literally have to make a plan. Shadow is right. like that where yes. you can take two hours and everybody is going okay this is what I think we should do because you're in your planning stages right Yeah. so depending on what kind of game it is if you're going to whether you're doing a heist in Shadowrun trying to get get the stuff out without it being seen or any game you're playing any heist game I would
1: say with minimum damage but that, that seems to be not the norm with you guys
0: so if it's a combat game and you have to plan for it that a lot of times that takes you out of the role playing aspect right Although you could do the planning in in, as the character,
1: oh, of course. I mean, uh, shadow run is exactly like that. All the legwork they call it, right? Yeah. Whether you're going to sneak in the hiring of the of the van and the the making it look like a transport van and gain a uniform, yeah, all of the crap that you guys get the cards that are faked. And all this other stuff to And that cards. takes a
0: long time, but that is all role playing part of Right, role playing
1: you're doing stuff and who you're gonna contact. Okay, you I gonna use this contact, yes, all that stuff.
0: And when so if you're playing those kind of games and those are like modern tactical game right, you're if you're if you are a spy trying to do something, you need a plan. And a lot of times your fellow spies wanna talk to you about it, right? <laughs> so it depends yes. on the kind of game. So you can't say that it's only D and D where people wanna have a, a plan for for the combat or whatever you're doing right
1: were you running the game where steve asked is there a map to this place it didn't yes
0: uh, and i i had already given it to somebody (laughs) (laughs) and i asked them to pass it down but they hadn't yes there were two i always give them a map because they need to see these other buildings yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. i thought that was pretty funny i agree i think those kind of games where you want as much information about a location is possible like uh, the blueprints of a place and how it's laid out Especially like in, uh, like you said, Shadowrun, any modern game, spy game. Special Ops is, is an RPG about special operation.
0: Going in to save somebody. Right.
1: All kinds of special operation type stuff, you know, military stuff. So I think it is it is one that doesn't require maps, but is is useful, very useful. And I think, like I said before, f- for me, it's just orientating where things are coming from and helping players imagine where stuff is. And a map or a piece of paper drawn crudely will facilitate that. I know... Uh, well, even when we were playing
0: Root the other night... Oh, yeah. Mike goes, well, how, I, we were playing on roll 20. He goes, Hell, well, let's see. How can I get the tokens on here? He goes, oh, never mind. We'll just do theater of the mind. Yeah, yeah. Because so he
1: was going like, to use tokens. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, well, we, uh, I, there's only like three of them. There's the three of us.
0: <laughs> we don't need tokens. <laughs>
1: We got this. We got it. And, it. and it was very easy. I mean, and there was a questions as to where they were. My brother asked, well, where are they? And all sorts of stuff. And it didn't matter to me. I was just pontificating and trying to convince these guys not to attack us. And they were pretty adamantly about taking us in. So like, we don't want to be taken in. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it led to a very brief but brutal attack.
0: There was role playing in the attack.
1: Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't like okay. okay I'm gonna roll it. Yeah, and I, I, I told was, them what I was. This yelling, is
0: what I'm gonna do, and here it is. This is what I'm
1: attempting to do. Yes, because <laughs> the dice could roll against me
0: as I'm yelling at them to get away from us.
1: I think in any game, even in combat, you can add elements of role playing, and you don't have to stop, put down the, but the role playing hat and put on the tactical, you know, chess chess timepiece out and start clicking that clock. And move you know, real quickly. I think uh, as a GM you could definitely facilitate that kind of play. By asking them what they're doing continually. Like are you going to do this? Or as a player look to environment. I think that's my one of my biggest fa- weaknesses in running a combat heavy game. Is that I don't allow or I don't think of environmental stuff. Like rocks and pits and and things that could get in the way of combat, that would, that either the players could use or the players have to, or the or the combatants have to figure out how to deal with situations like if is it raining, is it nighttime, is it foggy, and all these other things. I don't hardly ever use them at any time unless I'm running a module that says, oh, it's going to be foggy at this time or something like that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, right, and then that's going to have an effect on the combat, but. But other but Feng Shui really does. I mean, uh, when I'm playing Feng Shui, it's like I just tell them where they're at. Oh, you're at the airport.
0: And then all of the players can have the narrative control of what is there that they can oh, use.
1: Right, and then I mean, it's just and you don't they don't have to roll to see if it's there or if they can add it to the situation. As a GM, you're told well, if it's plausible that something like that is going to be there. Let it be there,
0: and I, I think that that's where a lot of people say that you can't role play right. in combat because they they think that their narrative control is being taken away from them. They only have a certain amount of stuff they can do. It's a combat, right? I can only
1: I can only really attack with my sword.
0: But there's all kinds of things you can do. You can go. I'm not going to fight these people. And you can
1: hide. You can run. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, use rocks to gain the high, uh, height advantage, <laughs> the high grounds. <laughs> The famous, infamous high ground. So I think, I'm just thinking about the airport. I, I usually like the construction site because it's full of stuff that I've, but I, when I just mentioned the, the, the airport, airport, there's luggage everywhere and there's <laughs> luggage on wheels and carts, those guys that push the carts around. And so I could just imagine, just like the sliding down the, the collapsed roof on a wet day, you can run and jump on one of those uh, carts and go shooting as you like, uh, what is it, the, the skateboard, but. You know, along the along the the terminal way, and there's all kinds of things. There's uh, there's chairs, there's uh, microphones. There's all kinds microphones. of microphones. Th- you know, the little thing where they talk and they can oh. tell everybody in the airport. So, I just just that one bit, I can just imagine all kinds of things that the players could use, and and my enemies could use against the players. So I think, uh, Kevin. Like Kevin, Robin D. Laws is is accurate in making that that idea that don't use a map because it it constricts what the players think is possible. But I will counter that by by giving them a a description or a, a location and say, well, here's where the planes are over here, and here's the jetway, and here's the you know just crude maps, but don't put any detail. The less detail, the better you are the better the chances of using of the players gaining or grabbing that narrative control and adding stuff to the scene and that, that making it more exciting and your role playing right because you're like oh, i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to hide behind this big basket or big what do you call it thing of luggage to so they won't shoot me and i can use it you know as a moving barricade right uh-huh. i can just in my imagination just going wild at at those kind of things
0: So, why do you think some people don't believe that you can have combat, role playing in combat? Because is it the type of games they play? Like, I know, like, if you play a Call of Cthulhu game, there's, you don't want to get into combat, right? (laughs) So, you're going to role play to make sure you're not going to get into combat as best you can.
1: I think you're right. I think there's a certain mindset in certain games. Like I said, it's this idea that as soon as the combat starts, off come your, 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 you're role-playing clothes, but you're right. There's certain games that are not about combat, and when combat does start,
0: you don't actually want to be there.
1: It's really short, so or you want to avoid it, or you want to gain the best, uh, the most advantage situation. So you're looking for that. That That luggage in the train car, or the seat to hide behind and aim between the seats to the robber or the whoever's coming through the end of the train and stuff like that and so I think it's just a different mindset I think uh when people are used to combat being the focus of the game, when you move away from that, I think it changes the way people think, and then it makes them more uh imaginative right to be able to deal with the situation especially if you're like weak like you know you get shot once in Cthulhu that's it you could die you know what I mean or go insane Or you or I mean, you're, you're, you could be out of the out of the, the the scene very quickly root the same thing i can't imagine there's no possible way well there is if you're very very lucky the that combat can last more than than 3 or 4 rounds in root yeah no yeah, no
0: yeah you don't want to do combat well, well, you don't want to do gift. combat,
1: but even if you like, like, oh, I, like I'm a really big character, I was, I'm a, a badger or something like that, and I can swing this great sword. But when I swung my great sword and I looked at the rules, it said, if you hit, which is between seven and nine, they take a damage and you take a damage. I'm like, well, that that's a zero sum game. <laughs> that, that's not a game I want to play. And then only if I'm really lucky, like if I roll really high, I get to do a little bit more damage to them. But I still take a damage. No matter yes. like, what, I'm like, Ugh. They
0: take two damage and you take one. Right. Yeah.
1: That's still not very good.
0: All right. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm all, okay.
1: So they, they have special abilities. They have special things to add to what you can do. And I think that's what sets that game a little bit different.
0: So I think maybe the idea that you can't role play in combat could become from the fact that you're not playing a combat-heavy game, right? Yes. You're playing a a, a mystery. or Yes. Um, or you're playing Call of Cthulhu where... It's a mystery. You're trying to figure out how to stay alive and not go insane.
1: Yeah. Mysteries, suspense, uh, police procedurals, like if you're a cop. Uh, well, those
0: might actually have combat in them, sort it, of, right?
1: Yeah, but the but main focus is... is figuring something out, right? And in other games, there's some like uh, like Root. We were trying to describe Root, what kind of game it was. It's kind of a political game. A right?
0: political intrigue. Yes. Or just intrigue. At least, as far on. as
1: we know, because that's all we. That's all we've uh, done, done so far. And so, when the focus is diff, different from combat, when combat does come in, it is not like a principal aspect of the game, right? So, so you look at you just you just look at combat differently. It's not like we're role playing till we get to combat. No, in those games, where it's like we're role playing, we're role playing. Oh, we have combat.
0: And I would I would argue that most D anD D players, unless they're just in it for the what my tank can do guy they're gonna argue with you and say that they do role play even in combat of course because you see it that way because i know the boys would never think that it's not role playing when you get to combat right because they're telling you what they want to do. They finally got to somewhere where they're good at this, and they're gonna. They want you to know, this is what I'm doing. I'm sneaking up behind him. I'm stabbing him in the back. My character is gonna go behind those rocks, and then I'm gonna shoot down from
1: right. into the fray. Use my barbarian rage and be able to attack twice.
0: And that to them is the beginning. That they don't they don't see it as not role playing because they are telling you what they're going to do what their characters are going to do it's not the same as an intrigue game where you're going or a mystery game where you're questioning everybody and trying to figure it out but it is the same in the fact that you're telling the gm what you're doing right
1: right? yeah and 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 you're taking the role of that character yeah and combat is a big part of it so that's is role playing and i agree I, i now when we say role playing we're talking like capital role-playing right we're talking about about getting into the character into the psyche of the character and what's my motivation yes that kind of thing so uh, it seems to to most people when combat starts that's not such a big deal but if you have a character who doesn't really like to fight or has aversion to fighting then that changes the whole dynamic of of the game if it's like a combat heavy game or they're, they don't want to kill or they have rules about killing women and children or dogs or pets or animals. There's all kinds of things that can happen in a, ro- a role playing game. Uh,
0: it makes me think of paladins, right? Paladins have all these rules. <laughs> they're still really good fighters but they have all these rules, right? Right. They're only going to kill you if they believe you're evil or, or you're doing
1: something they don't want you to do, or, right? Or lawbreaker, <laughs> yeah. maybe even depending on what their code of conduct is. So I think a lot of times when people say RPGs lose RP when the combat starts, I think it depends on the game. It depends on the players and it depends on the GM. And even in D&D, you can RP in combat. You make it a point to, like, give characters bonuses for their acts. Creat- creativity. But creativity. That's what I meant. That's what I should have said. Look and use the environment around them as a as a way of giving them the the opportunity to use the environment around them to be able to gain advantage or to do stuff that they normally wouldn't do in combat cuz i've been in, i've been i've run games and i've been in games where all you do is oh it's my turn i'm going to fight and I swing so oh i miss okay that's it and and it goes on over over and over again and that's not fun i think a lot of times what happens is when i run games especially like the big end battle games it's going to take a long time and especially in d n d or Pathfinder when I was running Pathfinder, it was a moving thing, right things were happening and the characters have to react to things happening. Don't make it just like like two boxes slugging it out in the middle of the ring that is plain boring. Have them moving around, have them running away, have uh minions come in, innocent people get the way. all these kinds of things can happen in combat that breaks that mentality of oh, I'm swinging my sword okay, I missed a I swinger my- oh I hit there's 13 damage okay my turn again i swing. I missed you know what that kind of gameplay is boring well
0: even when you're like in, in D&D when it's the whatever is the boss as my son would say the <laughs> <laughs> it's not so and, and it can be to me it can get a little monotonous right because everybody is trying to to hit it right right whatever it is and usually it has a lot of hit points so it's going to take more than one round right But each person, especially the boys, they're like, okay, I can get the kill, right? That kind of thing, right? So that it is more exciting to them in that way versus me going, okay, I threw my lightning bolt at it. It did 45 points of hit point damage and it's still standing up. Okay, well, I guess it's going to be, this is going to take more than one round.
1: It may take a little while, yes. So I think there's all kinds of things you can do to mitigate that. That toe-to-toe fighting in combat, yeah, which relates to a lot of people like checking out.
0: Having innocent people run into the middle of combat is a is a really good thing to to distract your characters, right? Right. They're uh, gonna have to. They have to make a choice, and usually they're gonna choose to to save those people,
1: or or deal with the consequences of not. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think uh, you can do all kinds of things to make role playing happen, even in combat, even in a detailed combat crunchy game like D D or pathfinder it's possible and i think you will be better off doing something like that and prevent people from from getting he- repetitive like yeah said. that that monotonous is kind of a bad word and uh, the, at the, uh at that point it's like well let's just say you know cut to the chase
0: i think that the the idea that you can't role play in combat is more of a stereotypical yes. kind of thing yes so a lot of times you have to come out of that. So you played this game all the time and you look at D and D players and go, Oh, they just like that simulationist yeah. stuff, right? Then maybe you haven't played the game or maybe you have and it was just run by somebody who was combat oriented or didn't think about it, right? That this is gonna bore the players because we've been playing we've been trying to finish this battle for fifteen minutes.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: So maybe take a different tact and come up with different ideas for how to look at it. Don't just arbitrarily say, "Well, you can't have any role playing in combat."
1: Well, just I think about it. I was uh, I remember back when I was reading, was it one of the Legend of Drizzt books? I forget when he was he was fighting uh, what's it? I, something Death Icing Death, I think was a, was a was a dragon, and he didn't kill it by like by slashing it to death even though i mean that would have been interesting but would have been a very long lots of pages of him diving and stuff but what he did was i think as i remember he saw that there was uh, ice was melting because he was in an ice cave and a big chunk of ice he he got the, the dragon to maneuver the dragon to where there was a big melting stalactite and then he cut the stalactite and it went down and crushed his head so those kind of things can happen where good planning or good improvisation by the players will cause something to happen that instead of like nickel and diming a monster to death, you could just say, wow, that that, that kills the monster out, out, outright. You don't have to roll, right? That kind of thing. Just be successful in that endeavor. And I think you will see a difference in the way players look at the surrounding areas. And the environment and what they can do other than just stand there and go toe to toe with the big dude bad dude.
0: So as a player or a GM when it comes to a combat situation, you can always say what is this? Yes. Where am I? What are the what's around what what is around me? Because those are the questions that will make the role playing aspect a little bit more attainable, right? right? Where where you go, "Okay, I see that crop of rocks. I'm going to go get that rock and throw it at people." Or, I, "There's a boulder there. Hey, it looks like we could roll it down the hill."
1: I remember well time the my players this is early. This was we were playing either uh five third edition D&D 3.5 and they were trying to break into a castle, my players. And there was a whole bunch of them. There was, there was like eight players, right? And I made the, I made the mistake of saying that that the it was kind of like in a little bit of a valley, right? And the road, and the, there was a crest of a hill, s- slow s- small hill, and it went down to the front gates of this. It was a keep, castle, whatever it was. And they're like, oh, it goes. Is there anything around? And there was a village nearby, and they got this, and they got this wagon, and they filled it full of like, you know, oil and hay, and they called it the wagon conflagration, right? <laughs> and they they start pushing it, pushing it, and and i'm like i i didn't I didn't realize what they were doing when they first started. they're like they're adding all this stuff, and then I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" And they go and then they pushed it to the hill, and I'm like, "Oh my God, and then they set it on fire, right and they pushed it right they're pushing it, and they're being shot at by arrows, of right. course, and but you know they're kind of far away, and it's dark, so all you see is this big old, big old wagon, and it crashes into the front grates gates and I'm like, and the whole idea is they're trying to bust in obviously. Right. Without having to scale the walls and stuff like that. They got in, right? I was like, sure. You know, there's this guy's bust. You came up with this great idea. There you go. Yeah. And they used their environment and, they, and they're not, I mean, they didn't pull out their swords at all. Right. You know, because a lot of people were like, uh, we, well, we, you know, we run in and our swords are out. And uh, what do you see? You see a lot of people giving up because you just get <laughs> the crap out of them. <laughs> So, yeah, so it was very interesting. So, there you go. There's a, the, and that was way long time ago. And, and, and I did have a, a map of, of the fort and everything in it, but, you know, I didn't give that to the players. I had it on my GM notes. But, you know, that, all that went out the window when they used the wagon, right? Because it's like, they're like, what happens? Well, the freaking thing explodes, just fire everywhere. And people were like, what the hell? Running. Yeah, <laughs> running. Yeah. So, staying away from me, weirdos. So, that was pretty cool. And I think. That was a, a, a that could have been a long combat, right? The, the right. guys on the on the top of the walls would have been shooting arrows at them. They're trying to climb the walls and trying to use the shields to prevent from using ropes or ladders to try to get up. But instead, on simple wagon and conflagration, and they still remember that thing. So
0: when you when you think about it, when you if you think there's no role playing in combat, then come up with something to avoid the combat. Or make it different, right? Make it interesting. Interesting, yeah. Yes,
1: and then there's role playing going to come out of that.
0: And the and whoever you're playing with is going to love that. Because and and most GMs are going to be like, "Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah. My players thought of something out of the box. Let's go with it." Right. So, so there you go. I'm. I don't know if that's tells you whether there's role playing in combat. There definitely but,
1: can be if you make it. There you go. So.
0: <laughs> this is Gaming Perspectives with so. Angeline.
1: And you have a good day.